Truth, it's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Monday, June 19, 2023, and this is season 10, episode 64. Yeah, and the reason why I said use Brojourner Truth today, I don't know if you know who Brojourner Truth is, but she was a famous uh, freedom uh, civil rights activist, I should say. Uh, so her name was actually Sojourner Truth, uh, but she was a famous civil rights I shouldn't even say civil rights activist. It was like she lived in the 1800s. She was actually one of the people that freed slaves along with uh, Harriet Tubman. But today we're actually talking a little bit about freedom we're going to be talking about freedom and with respect to movement and mobility we're going to be talking about that today because that is a topic that happens to be uh, one of the very popular topics in my studio the reason for that being is that uh, i like to talk a lot about uh, posture and a lot of times you know talking about posture means that uh, you're going to have to have uh, good mobility and you're going to have to avoid compensations and you're going to have to move with the you know full range of motion you know is uh meaning that you don't just like you know you're not just flexible but you actually have full range of motion and full access to those ranges of motion so flexibility again as a reminder flexibility means that you are flexible you can get through all ranges of motion mobility which is the more important one which is the one we all want uh, mobility means that you are going to be able to control your body through those ranges of motion which is super important <laughs> and I want to talk about that today because uh, you know a lot of people feel like they have uh, mobility when they actually just have flexibility I'm gonna actually talk about a uh, particular incident that one of my clients brought up uh, just today so uh, yeah this all kind of kind of kind of all works together here we're talking about freedom we're talking about mobility aka freedom of movement movement without limitations so without further ado let's go ahead and get this episode underway season 10 episode 64 and we'll call this one freedom of movement Right, so we're going to talk about this particular subject ad nauseum, apparently. Well, you know what? This is just a couple things that in the fitness industry, I feel like uh, that have to be talked out about multiple times, uh, just because it's just something that is always uh, a part of the fitness industry, you know, like uh, wherever profession you're in, there's always people that have these same uh, issues that always pop up. And in this particular episode, you probably already saw the title, but in this particular episode, I want to talk about compensations. Okay. So, uh, the reason why I want to talk about compensations is one of my clients brought this up to my attention today. Uh, my client was really excited to show me this video, uh, about mobility, you know, cause we do work a lot of mobility on Mondays. A lot of my workout days have like themes to them or whatnot, just to kind of keep people excited about what we're doing, you know, like, Oh, I'm coming in on this day. So I know this is what we're going to be doing. Uh, but it's not all that we do, but that's kind of like the theme or whatnot. So uh, today, one of my clients who showed me this video uh, of, this peop- of this person 
uh, doing what's called a scapular retraction. And uh, that's something that's good. I do uh, have an appreciation for uh, people that have uh, shoulder mobility, especially, especially scapular mobility, because that's really important. You know, it helps you with your posture and it helps you uh, not have that doe wonger's hump. It's the same thing that the hunchback of Notre Dame has is essentially a hump in your uh, high th in your upper thoracic lower cervical spine. It makes you essentially not able to look up because your uh, spine is so uh, fused into like a curled position. A lot of times that's going to happen for people that look down a lot. Uh, people that uh, use their shoulders a lot, have them in a hunch position, uh, you will get that do-wonger's do hump. So this particular influencer said that, you know, it's good to have uh, scapular mobility. And then they threw out this movement where they were doing something that was completely wrong. I shouldn't say it's completely wrong. This person could do it. They could execute the movement. But it's not something that I would suggest for my clients to do. And the reason why I wouldn't suggest my clients to do that is because there's this thing that we've talked about before that I will mention again called hypermobility. It should be called hyperflexibility. Now, hypermobility is not inherently bad. It's just like anything else. Some people are just born with different things in their body. Some people are, uh, you know, not as mobile as other people. And I'll address that in just a couple moments here. Uh, but Essentially, what this person was doing is they were doing what's called a scapular wing flare. And what that means is that that's when your scapula sticks way out from your back. All right. So it's essentially when your, your scapulas can go way far. And that's, yeah, that's not really a good thing. It's not something that you want to train your body to do. And the reason for that being is that if you train your body to do that, well, just like anything else, like mama used to say, if you keep frowning like that, your face is going to stick. And so obviously that's, that's not really true, but it is kind of true to a point. You see, <laughs> let's put it this way. You can tell a happy grandma from a not happy grandma simply by looking at their face. Why? Because a happy grandma has those smile lines, right? You know what smile lines are, those lines like right above the right above the mouth where, you know, that's kind of indented in the face because you had so many smiles. And then you see people that have frown lines that have like those lines underneath their underneath their mouth where the, you know, the face has been drawn down uh, so many times that essentially it's kind of stuck like that, right? So you may not necessarily be if you uh, frown all day day for one day you're going to have frown lines right uh, but at the same time it's accumulation just like anything else it's like the episode i talked about uh, not too long ago i think a couple days ago i was talking about how everything is cumulative and it's very true everything that you do is cumulative it may not be that you get the results that well maybe you don't want <laughs> smile lines or frown lines but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get that result from that action right immediately but if you continue practicing that yeah eventually you will have those smile lines those frown lines and etc 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 also you will have uh, scapular uh, wings <laughs> which essentially means that you uh, have uh, you don't have your scapula flush to your spine and not every nobody's scapula is actually flush to their spine or flush to their back obviously has to stick out a little bit uh but if you practice and you train your body to do that well then what else are you doing on the other side and i have to mention too uh that this person in the video uh you could definitely tell that they practiced doing this particular move just to show off, uh, or maybe not just to show off, but they practiced this particular move uh, because if they were somebody that was actually a fitness professional, they would have, hmm, 
was the right way to say this, they would have a symmetrical body. So you could see they had really strong back muscles, right? They really work on that. But the, you could see from the, you could barely, you couldn't really see their front. You could see, yeah, at least if you're a fitness professional, that that person didn't have as much strength on their uh, anterior plane, otherwise known as their the front side of their body. They had a very uh, sunken in chest. Uh, they kind of had a, almost had a hunch in their back. So that means that this person, although that is really cool that they did something really cool, they did they, they made their solar blades touch together. So even though it's really cool that they can do that, you know, it's kind of freaky. It's not something that you want your yourself to be mimicking or whatnot, just because of the fact that it's just not good to be <laughs> trying to do things uh, that are not necessarily uh, or trying to train yourself to do things that are not necessarily natural and on top of that not necessarily uh, good for your overall posture so I like the I, I liken this to um, one of my clients I have a, a younger client that's been training with me for a while and he came to me kind of with no not really any athletic background. He's very young uh, when he started with me. We've been training for almost uh, almost four years now. And um, we, we've been working on some things. And the thing is that he came in with some weakness in uh, some parts of his body. Not weakness necessarily in the fact that like he was just weak and couldn't lift. But it was like, I would say it was a, a limitation. So meaning that, yeah, he could do some things, but there was something in his, there was a, a little bit of dysfunction in his movement. Let's put it that way. So a lot of trainers would tell you uh, that if you have dysfunction in your movement, and maybe not so much anymore, but I remember as I, as I started off as a uh, personal trainer and, you know, quite a few years in the, in the gyms, there's a lot of trainers that would say, uh, if you have some kind of dysfunction, what you could do, and the physical therapist actually, and I think about it, it was to say kind of the same thing, is that you need to strengthen the muscles around it, right? You've probably heard that yourself, is like, if you have a defici- deficiency, uh, you should work the muscles around it. Or if you have a tight muscle, you should stretch that muscle, right? If you have a tight hamstring, stretch your hamstring. If you have a, 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 if you have a deficiency in your hamstring, if your hamstrings are not firing the way you should, the way they should, uh, well, then you need to uh, strengthen everything around it. And that's the wrong way to approach fitness. That's the wrong way to approach your body. Uh, this is very different from how we approach or how we should approach life. In life, when there's something that you do that is weak, or when there's something that you have to do that is not your strong point, you normally, some people that, you know, if you're smart, you would delegate it to someone uh, that has that as your strong point, whether it be, you know, uh, a family member, or if you own a business, hire an employee or a contractor, or something like that, you know, like, I don't do my own taxes, I have other people do my taxes, because, uh, (laughs) We actually, I actually had a meeting uh, today with the firefighters and we were talking about some numbers and they said, we hope you have an accountant. And I was like, yeah, I do. Believe it or not, I have my MBA, but you know, like those kind of numbers, that's just not, that's not my thing. So yeah, I have an accountant, uh, but that's kind of beside the point. The, uh, the point is that uh, in your in your life, if there's something that it's a weak point for you, you're going to delegate. You're going to have other people do it. You're going to essentially work the muscles around it. However, when you're in the gym, you don't want to work the muscles around uh, the weak muscle. 
right? In your body, the weakest link is going to bring the whole chain down. So it doesn't matter how strong the rest of the chain is, the, the chain of movement is, whatever that weak link is in that chain, that's how strong that chain is. All right? So you want to make sure uh, that the thing that's doing what it's supposed to be doing is strong enough to do what it's supposed to do. You don't want to have other things start taking over for the thing that's supposed to be doing what it's supposed to be doing, right? That's essentially like in real life, that's like a mutiny, right? You might have a captain that's supposed to be captaining, captaining the ship, uh, but if you feel like the captain isn't doing what they're supposed to be doing, then you're essentially calling for a mutiny and you have other people doing the captain's job when the, you know, obviously the captain should be doing his job and everybody else should be doing their job. That way the ship can run fluidly. Uh, you know, obviously if the captain is not a good captain then maybe the other mo <laughs> well anyways <laughs> enough of that analogy you get the point that i'm trying to make i'm sure is the fact that uh if you have something weak in your body the worst thing you can do is try to work around it because you're eventually going to develop compensations those compensations are going to be your new norm and that new norm is not sustainable if it's not natural it's not sustainable and that's going to lead to those injuries and it's going to lead to poor posture and it's going to lead to something even worse for you down the road you know it's going to be something lead to something that's going to be uh, much harder to fix because a you're going to be older b you're going to have that essential pattern uh, programmed into your neurological pathways so however your, your pattern of movement you know that's something that your brain remembers so if you develop these compensations based on the fact that you have these uh, non-functioning or these dysfunctional muscle groups or dysfunctional movements uh, essentially like that's just going to be your new norm if you're walking normally if you're moving your shoulder normally if you're born with all all four limbs or whatnot and then you try to do something that impedes that typical uh pattern of movement then you're going to be in trouble <laughs> because unless your body is programmed to move a in an atypical pattern right unless like you have you know one leg instead of two you know or unless you have uh you know a faulty hip joint you know maybe you were born with some arthritis in the hip you know which is uh, that's very possible if you were born with a dysfunction then i'm not talking to you <laughs> if you're born with dysfunction then the dysfunction is going to be your your pattern of movement. However, who I am talking to is those people that are trying to uh, extend their range of motion, that are trying to move in ways that the body wasn't uh, made to move. You know, like if you are trying to do these things, if you're you know, trying to force your body into these uh, movements just because A, you want to look good on Instagram or B, you want to. And, you know, this could be with good intention. You want to make your body move better. Well, then you have to make sure you have to consider the way your body actually moves. So uh, in short, what I'm saying here is that, you know, there's going to be there's probably still a lot of people because, you know, you know science moves but not everybody moves with it there's still going to be a lot of people out there i'm sure that will you know disagree with me and say that no you should work on those other muscle groups and help your so just so that your body can move but uh, i have to tell you that you know another analogy uh, <laughs> is a you can think about like somebody that uh has had money their whole life right as opposed to someone that hustled to get their money Somebody has had money their whole life is going to have a certain way in the way they're dealing with their money. You know, I was actually just watching a show on this not too long ago. And that's what actually made me think of this is that you have uh, people that, you know, have had money for their whole lives. They had people that have had generational wealth. They're going to treat their money a lot differently than other people that have 
hustled to get their money, right? And I'm, I'm saying hustled in not such a good way. You know, people that are criminals or whatnot might both have like a million dollars or whatnot or two million or $10 million, whatever it is, uh, they might both get the same money, but because the person that hustled illegally, you know, I'm gonna make that uh, distinction there because <laughs> legally is a different story, uh, but someone that hustled illegally and then tries to flip it and try to become like, make their, their stuff legal, is going to have a hard time doing it because they have this set pattern of doing things illegally. And I'm not even saying that they're going to do illegal things after they've already made their money, John Morant. <laughs> but what I'm saying here is that uh, what is going to happen is that pattern of behavior, that pattern of dishonesty, that pattern of shaking other people down, uh, doing all the stuff to uh, ensure that other business deals or other dealings are going to happen uh, in the future because you're going to be, you know, untrustworthy, dishonest, then that means that eventually that system, no matter how successful you build it up to be, is going to eventually break down and eventually will be something that you cannot build back up in the same way. So moral of the story, if you want to improve your mobility, if you want to improve your flexibility, well, you got to do it slowly but surely with special consideration for the way the body moves in general, but more specifically, how you are currently moving and how you most likely should be moving. So I know a lot of people uh, want to be more mobile, be more flexible. They follow all these people on Instagram and Facebook and all these other uh, you know, social media platforms. They watch these videos and they see people doing impressive stuff. And they say, I want to do that too. And I get that because I see videos. I'm like, oh, especially with these challenges coming out now, I, you know, I want to try these challenges out. Like, oh, well, can I do that with my body? And those are cool. You know, challenges are good. But <laughs> like I said, you don't want to train your body to do things that it's not naturally supposed to do. Most of these challenges I've seen are relatively functional challenges or something that your body should be able to do, like be able to stand up without your hands or uh, be able to reach behind your back, you know, and maybe uh, touch your hands behind your back. Not a lot of people can do that, believe it or not. Uh, so uh, these are functional challenges as opposed to people that are, you know, just trying to have you... Uh, like I said, you know, do crazy stuff with your spine or, you know, have you do the splits when you're not ready and trying to increase your, your flexibility by having you hold poses for hours at a time. That's all not good stuff. So I'm not going to say consult a physician or a physical therapist, but just use your best judgment. If it looks like it's, it hurts and if it looks like something your body is not supposed to do, well then err on the side of caution and maybe consider that movement before you try to force your body into that position. All right, so we're going to wrap it up on this note. I hopefully we don't have to address this again, but I'm sure I will somewhere down the road and I'll have an even better argument on why you should not follow Instagram influencers when it comes to your workouts. <laughs> Unless that Instagram influencer is me, of course. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't necessarily follow me either because I do some pretty uh, fancy stuff on Instagram and on YouTube. So <laughs> don't necessarily follow me either. But uh, I do have some exercises that you'll see my clients doing uh, that you most likely uh, can replicate because yeah, I try to keep it basic uh, when I show my clients doing videos because I want everybody to be able to do, to be able to do the same thing. 
thing. All right, so I will, like I said, I'll check you later. I do appreciate you listening. Feel free to, if you have any questions or anything about this particular episode, or if you want to answer the question I'll be putting up on Spotify, you know, you know where to go. <laughs> you know where to go, right? If you don't, well, I don't really know either, but you know, you can click around, search around. I'm sure you could find it. <laughs> but I do know if you're listening on uh, Apple, Apple Music, uh, you can uh, leave a rating and a review. Uh, I think on Spotify, you can just click and say, uh, you can follow. I think you can just follow so if you are listening on spotify i would love for you to follow and of course share this with everybody you know that'd be awesome too all right i will check you later as always keep good company